If a man live many years and rejoice in them all, yet let him remember the days of darkness, for they shall be many. The scene shifts. We stand by the yew tree outside the main gate. Rain mists the shoulders of black-clad figures, smudged in the broad, soft strokes of abstraction. A priest speaks the heavy language of mourning. Or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel be broken at the cistern, then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return to God who gave it. Something is wrong. Though the words are spoken, they hold none of the provoking, evocative power that shimmered so bright through the spell-like moments of marriage. The promise of invocation gives a little gasp as it leaves the lips, spasms and then flutters to die in the grass. The figures are stilted in movement, a mechanised rotation that holds no intention. Commit this to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Roland has the first handful of earth. Taking it, he approaches the once soft, overturned soil, now muddied beneath death-kiss rain. There are no faces here. There are shuffling feet. Hands that scatter, soil, sweet trinkets, roses. One drops a ball. It is a strange, gleaming thing. It reminds him of the one he shared with Ellen. But this is old and worn, a fading yellow. Is this her grave? I'm here. Here at the end of life, at the end of the story, alone. What now? Where are you, Alan? How can I continue onwards? There are no stories left. Change and decay. Look bleak, I must confess. Ills have no weight and tears no bitterness. Where is death's sting? Where grave thy victory? In life and death beyond abide No stories. That means we must be close. If the Earl King is the magnet for memories and lives beyond death, no wonder this, the scene closest to death, was drained dry first. But how to move beyond? Does beyond mean worse? Or 